Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. This evening, Mrs. William Mead arrived in Los Angeles and found an answer to the telegram she had sent from the train. Paul Cromwell was at the station to meet her. Kit hadn't intended to look up any of her friends in California, but she had made this one exception in Paul's case. Paul, who in the days before Kit had returned to Wakefield, before she'd even met her husband, Sergeant Bill Mead, had been quite an important interlude in Kit's life, an interlude Mr. Cromwell had never forgotten. Now it is nearly 7 o'clock in the evening. Paul Cromwell and Kit Mead are in her apartment at the Wellington Park Hotel. Kit is in the bedroom putting on fresh makeup before going out to dinner when Paul calls. Kit! Yes? May I use the phone? Of course. Operator? Malibu 97272, please. Malibu 97272. That's right. Shall I close the door? Oh, no, I haven't any secrets from you, darling. Oh, <laughs> After what you told me about your house guest, Mrs. Fenner, I can believe that. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, I've been able to put two and two together. That's what you wanted me to do, isn't it? Yes, I suppose so. Lord knows I need somebody to talk to. I'm a little afraid of... Hello? Lisa? Yes, Paul. Where are you? I'm still in town. Oh. There's Max. He and the housekeeper are in the kitchen having dinner. I said I'd answer the phone for him. Do you want to talk to him, Paul? No, that's all right. Have you had dinner yet? No, I, I was waiting for you. Well, don't, don't do that. You'd you better go ahead. I won't be back, uh, well, not until after dinner. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Paul, are you in an awful hurry? No, no, not particularly. What is it? When you left, I had a feeling you were so worried about everything. Well, naturally, I'm concerned about you, Lisa. Don't be. Are you where you can talk? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I know one around. I'm afraid I distressed you this morning when I arrived, Paul. I mean, dumping all my troubles in your lap with one fell swoop. Oh, but Lisa, darling, who wouldn't be distressed? Oh, for you, I mean. Your husband leaving you, the baby, your career shop. Oh, I don't care about any of it. I think I'm well rid of Lance. That should have happened a long time ago. Actually, Paul, I, I'm very happy about everything. You are? Yes, I am. I think you understand why. Well, Lisa, dear, I, I think you're—I think you're wonderful to feel this way. It makes me admire you even more. But I—oh, but I—I I don't want to be admired. You see, I look. I—I I don't think we should talk about this anymore over the phone. No, I suppose not. I just wanted to tell you. Ah, oh, you're a sweet child. And I do appreciate your letting me stay here for a while. I hope it's not inconveniencing you too much, Paul. But you did tell me to call on you if I ever needed anything. So. You meant that, didn't you? Of course, Lisa, of course. I wish you were here tonight. Oh, look, 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 sweet. I, I've really got to run now. All right. You met the train? Oh, yes. Well, have a nice evening, Paul. I'll see you later. Oh, don't wait up for me. Oh? I, I may be rather late, you know. And, oh, goodbye, darling. Goodbye. Glad to have that over. Hmm. Oh, there's no one around. Oh, you so-and-so. Hey, where are we going? Let's go back into the living room and decide. You know, you look really gorgeous. Oh, I'll bet. No, really, kid, I mean it. I don't think I'd have guessed. Kit, tell me something. Why is it you 
don't want anyone to know you're going to have a child. Danny, I'm not quite ready to tell you that yet. I just don't. But your father knows. No, he doesn't. Only Bill and the doctor at home. That's the most peculiar thing I've ever heard of. Then you've come out here to have the baby, is that it? Yes. But you said you didn't want the child. That's right. I don't. How did you happen to pick on me to get in touch with out here? Well, darling, if you think back a couple of years, that winter in New York... Oh? Really? Well, perhaps I shouldn't have said that. Actually, Paul, it was a sudden inspiration. I was on the train. Suddenly it occurred to me that you were out here, and, well, I decided I'd have to see you. I knew I could count on you, and you wouldn't ask too many questions. To say. All right. I'll put a damper on my curiosity for the time being. But let me ask you one more thing. You don't have to answer. But if you don't want the child, are you intending not to keep it? Is that it? You said I didn't have to answer. I'm not going to discuss it with you anymore at the moment. Okay. <laughs> now, what's the joke? <laughs> I was just thinking that this is a darndest situation. Here you are, very happily married, at least so you told me. Anyway, here you and Bill are, to all intents and purposes, love's young dream. You're going to have a baby, and you don't want it. And there's Lisa, deserted by her husband, flat broke, and happy as a lark. Maybe it's too bad our positions aren't reversed. What do you mean by that? Well, I just said it. I, I don't know as I mean anything. Paul, tell me some more about this Lisa Senna. But I have told you, Kit. Oh, I know. You've given me an outline, but I'd like a little of the detail work filled in. You said you met her in San Francisco when she and her husband had an engagement there? Yes, they were dancing at the Regency. She hasn't any idea where her husband is now? No. Does he know her about the baby? She says not. Well, perhaps that would bring him back. I hardly think so. But if it would, heaven forbid... I mean, with Lisa staying at the beach. Oh, I understand. Anyway, she's she's really much better off without him. He's a wonderful dancer, but absolutely no good. Quirrell, unstable, chaser. Mm, sounds like the whole book. Uh, what's she like? Oh, rather small. Slightly oriental in appearance. Oh, I don't mean her physical characteristics. Or didn't you delve any deeper than that? Still as nasty as ever, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Well, she's rather simple, generous-hearted little thing. Obviously. Rather enchanting. But like most women, when they start getting more deeply involved, they get possessive. And the enchantment doesn't seem quite as intriguing, does it? Well, don't misunderstand me. I'm very fond of her, and I want to do everything I can to help her. As long as it's with the checkbook, huh? Hmm. After all, kid, I, I'd rather not get mixed up in this. Frankly, I wish she hadn't descended on me. You know, I think you had a case of panic. No, no. But I, I am a little nervous about it. I, I mean, sir, I, I really don't know what Lisa's like. I have a feeling she may be a little unpredictable at times. I don't know exactly how far to believe her. I sort of do. Is she a negative? Well, uh, last time in San Francisco, she, she said she was in love with me. I see. And now, of course, that the husband is out of the picture, 
Do you think she has the old cap set? Maybe that's why she's so happy about everything. Maybe. I don't know. If it weren't for this baby, she'd be so much better off, and so would everyone, for that matter. If, well, if, if she had your attitude, for instance. If she didn't want it. Oh? Yes, under the circumstances, I think she'd be very foolish to try to keep the child. But if she wants it, there's not very much you can do about that. I suppose not. Well, if I could just get rid of this feeling that she might cause me some kind of trouble. Paul, don't worry about that. That's easy for you to say, darling. I mean it. I think I might be able to help you with Lisa. What do you mean? Well, I'm not too sure yet, but I believe I have an idea. I think it might work. I want you to drive me down to the beach the first thing tomorrow so I can meet her. Oh, dear, if you could only help me, I... I'm quite sure I can, Paul. Just leave Mrs. Fenner to me. I wonder what sort of scheme is being contrived in your mind, Kit. Just how can you help Paul Cromwell at a moment like this, when your mind is so occupied with your own difficulties? The personal problem between your husband and yourself. Yes, I'm surprised that you're taking an interest in Paul Cromwell's affairs. Unless you see some way whereby you could benefit. Is that it? <laughs> 